Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, West Denver. Here's a quick message from our sponsor, Local Works Wheat Ridge, provided by its executive director, Paige Piper. Local Works is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to make Wheat Ridge a more vibrant and sustainable place to live and work. Our mission in action is programming that provides neighborhood revitalization and small business support, keeping and growing the businesses we know and love in Wheat Ridge. In simpler form, we provide connection. Connection to business, connection to community. This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Meg Smith. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast, West Denver. Today, I'm here with Amy Newman with Live Luxury, powered by Live Laugh Denver Real Estate Group. Hi there, Amy. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to uh, chat with you today. Yeah, well, let's get right into it. So tell me a little bit about Live Luxury. Oh, Live Luxury. We are, um, well, I'm, I'm, we're a real estate company. Um, I am I am powered by Live Laugh Denver Real Estate Group, which is a small boutique here in Denver. And um, I have my own um, brand, my own business underneath Live Laugh Denver called Live Luxury. And the concept behind Live Luxury is really no matter your price point, um, I want everyone to feel like they're getting a luxury experience when buying or selling real estate. There's so many realtors out there that I feel like, you know, don't really treat their clients as special as they should throughout the process because it's a really emotional and huge decision that people are making when they're buying or selling real estate. And I just want my clients to feel like they're special, like I, they're my one and only clients. They're they're getting the luxury one on one experience, and um, yeah, that's kind of how I run my business and how I like to treat my clients who, you know, become friends after each transaction. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, so I love how luxury really refers to the client experience, right? And not necessarily that it's like a you know. $8 the number dollar home. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's really your luxury concierge experience. It doesn't matter if you're buying a hundred thousand dollars or you know a hundred million dollar home. Um, you're really going to get the same experience no matter what. And that's my goal from start to finish. And and after each transaction, it you know, like I just said, like most of my clients, we become friends and, and you're in my life and I'm in your life from here on out. You're, I'm going to always just be there for you, guiding you, helping you, giving you resources. If you want to update your home, I have so many clients just reaching out to me for help, even after the transaction um, has closed and they're able to move into their home. Yeah, I've noticed, you know, real estate experts are always kind of a connector mm-hmm, to, absolutely. yeah, all the home services and you really, you know, who to point people to 
that you trust to do work like that. So I'm not surprised, yeah, that folks are, you know, reaching out after. Right, yeah. And even, gosh, I've had one client call me and ask me for a good term, dermatologist. So I'm like, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll be your uh, concierge service for all things, um, <laughs> not even real estate related, but even, you know, for great restaurants uh, or happenings around town. Typically, as realtors, we kind of know what's going on. Yeah, you're connected. I love it. Yes, absolutely. And you must have beautiful skin if they're asking you for a dermatologist. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I thought that was that was definitely a unique request. But happily, refer him to my uh, my dermatologist. There you go. Well, take it as a compliment. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, tell us about your journey. So, how did you end up in the real estate world? You know, I was in advertising um, for 15 years prior to real estate, and, and I loved it. I, I always say that um, what I did in advertising, so I was on the procurement purchasing, purchasing side, um, what I did in advertising has made me a successful realtor today because what I did there was um, I brought all the creative ideas to life with negotiating prices, managing expectations, timelines, um, you know, just making sure that we could connect um, the dots from A to Z. And that's what I do in real estate. So um, my my previous career has helped guide me into real estate. And really, honestly, at the time, the universe was just showing me all these signs that um, I needed to get into real estate. And while it really scared me um, because I was leaving a full paying, you know, salary paying job with health benefits and everything, um, you know, these signs were so strong that I, I stepped outside my comfort zone. I took a big challenge. And with the support of my husband and my, at the time, small kids, um, I took a leap of faith into real estate. And honestly, I can't imagine not doing what I do every single day because I passionately love it. And I love um, how I can positively influence people's lives uh, every single day. And, and so my journey started in advertising and led me to real estate. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. I love the transition there. And I can definitely see how those skills would, you know, support that transition. That's awesome. Yes, yes. And you followed your heart and listened to the universe. <laughs> I followed my heart. Yes, it scared me. I cried myself to sleep a few nights, but here I am. And um, yes, I love it so much. Um, there are some, you know, good days and, and more challenging days, but um, all in all, I just, the, the, the benefits and the rewards, truly the rewards of positively impacting people's lives uh, is, 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 is so important to me and meaningful to um, what I do every single day. I love it. So I know I always like to think of realtors, especially right now in the, you know, the crazy economy right, <laughs> that yes. we're in. I love to think of realtors as, as myth busters because there are so many misconceptions and myths about the real estate market. What are your like top two that you find yourself educating folks on most frequently? Well, um, gosh, I mean, 
I think one of the biggest ones is it's an easy job. You know, we, we put a sign in the yard and, and then we collect a big paycheck at the end of the day, but that's so far from it. Um, <laughs> we're doing so much more behind the scenes and, um, you know, you kind of get what you pay for the, um, the uh, kind of, what am I trying to flat rate realtors that typically do put a sign in your yard um, and, and then just sit and wait. So we're, we're working really hard. Agents are working harder than you think. Um, and I feel like we're working for that commission at the end of the day. Um, and then um, others that it's, it's a flexible schedule. Um, a lot of, People get into real estate because they think, oh, I'm going to have the flexible schedule and I'm going to make a lot of money. Um, well, nope, that's not the case either because I feel like I'm always on. I always want to be accessible to my clients and, you know, be able to help and address their questions and needs. So um, it's uh, it's really just the the, the work is or the time is flexible, your hours are flexible, and, you know, you, it's easy money. It's not. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of behind the scenes, and it's a lot of hours. So um, those are the two big myths right offhand. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I understand. I mean, I've obviously been through the experience of buying and selling homes, mm -hmm. and I saw the work that goes into it. Thankfully, I had some realtors who were offering me the luxury experience in retrospect. I didn't know it then, but, you know, to hear you describe it, that's, that's what we were receiving. Good. And I love to hear that. I love to hear yeah. that people do have good experiences with their realtors because that's obviously what we're all striving to do. Um, but within the industry, you know, you've got some good and you've got some bad. So mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that you found a good one. Yeah. Well, and it, it's nice to think back on that and, you know, be, proud of all the extra things they were doing, which I'm sure you're doing too. One of the things that really caught my attention back then was that they were doing like drone mm -hmm. um, footage of the area, which I bet you do too, because you're going above and beyond. Absolutely. Pro you know, professional photography, uh, um, video dronage inside the home and, and um, the drone of where the home is located. What's the proximity of, you know, downtown Denver or your nearest parks or grocery store. Um, and then just high-end marketing. Uh, we also do high-end marketing, print marketing and social media marketing. And then we're sending out mass emails to all agents uh, in the Denver area. So um, high-end marketing and professional photography and videography is, is key to particularly a successful listing um, when you're trying to sell a home. Yeah, that's awesome. It's good to really like frame that all out in my mind. Absolutely. I mean, gosh, I've seen, you know, you you look on uh, the MLS or, you know, just I know everybody looks at Redfin or Zillow, but it eats me up when you see uh, listing agents that, you know, took photos from their cell phone. Um, it's just bad quality. Oh, Those no. are the ones that are just sticking the sign in the yard and calling it quits. And that's just not how I run my business. That's not how Live Left Denver, um, you know, manages their listings and their clients either. So, yeah, like I said, <laughs> there's some good yeah. ones and there's not some. 
Right yeah. <laughs> Be warned, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. What are you doing for fun when you're not working? I have, um, like I mentioned, a wonderful husband and two beautiful daughters that are growing up way too fast. Um, but really just trying to spend as much quality time with them. Um, my daughter is a sophomore at East and my other's in eighth grade at Maury Middle School. So the time is ticking with these two girls and soon we're going to find ourselves empty nesters. So when I'm not um, hanging out with the family, uh, I love, love, love playing tennis. I could just be out drilling with my friends on the tennis courts every single day if I could. Uh, so tennis and my family and Georgia football. We're huge Georgia football fans. So go dogs. Um, we're watching football on weekends together. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, we can unite over this because we're way out West. I'm an Auburn tiger. We never meet. That went to Auburn. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm an Auburn fan. You know, <laughs> I'm not Florida. Sorry for everybody out there. That's a Gators fan. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. That's kind of a stronger rivalry and Auburn is really, you know, not impressive right now. So we don't have to worry about it. That's awesome. I love that. I know you don't meet a lot of SEC people out here. I have one friend that went to uh, Tennessee mm -hmm. and well, of course, Brent who introduced us, yeah. he's a big SEC guy. So we were talking about watching football. I will keep you in the loop. We went down, my family went down to, um, Oh, it's right at McGregor Square. Uh -huh. There's a bar there. So the Auburn people were there. And I think the Georgia people were there that day, too. Maybe we can, like, meet up one day if the games are at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. would be so fun. I'm about to head south to Brent went to Ole Miss, and I'm going to go to the Georgia Ole Miss game in a couple of weeks. I'm excited. Oh, fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See? <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm jealous. SEC can bring anybody together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, tell us about, are there any hardships that have impacted you in your business and, you know, things that you got through that made you stronger in your industry and service? Well, I, I mean, I think we're kind of in it right now, to be completely honest. Um, mm -hmm. You know, COVID hit and the real estate market just went crazy. Um, with the lower interest rates and, and then the um, aggressive um, over bidding on homes and, mm -hmm. you know, waiving inspections and appraisals and, and all this stuff that buyers and sellers had to endure. I guess buyers had to endure, sellers reap the benefits. And now with the higher interest rates, you know, we're, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing, honestly. It's just balancing it out. And while, yes, the interest rates are higher than what they have been in the past, they're somewhat normal. Um, and um, we just, obviously, we need, we would like for them to go down a little bit to maybe the fives and sixes, mid sixes. Um, because pre-pandemic, that's kind of where we were at. We were in the fours, maybe fives. Um, so the, the higher interest rates are kind of helping us balance out this market that kind of went a little um, crazy during the pandemic. Um, but yeah, right now we're just trying to educate. We're trying to um, 
you know, it's still a great time to be buying and selling a home. Um, you know, when you when you're looking at uh, your spending, you know, you people are not are, are fearful of buying a home at a seven percent interest rate, but yet we cannot get the Americans to stop spending and putting money on their credit card, where the interest rates are like at twenty percent. And if you look at their their day to day spending and then their mortgage, they're not really um, you know saving as much money by you know putting everything on their credit card. So if we can just kind of um, educate our clients that still is this is still a great time to be buying a home especially since a lot of buyers are sitting on the sideline you can get homes for sale at the list price even a little bit below the list price and you have negotiating power where you didn't have that three years ago um, you can ask for concessions to help buy down your rate um, you can ask for buyer or sorry sellers to you know repair or fix items that might come up in the inspection. I mean you're not having to waive any kind of appraisal uh, cost. So if the home does um, value or get appraised below the the purchase price, then you can negotiate the the value down to what it appraises for. So you got a lot more of a voice. So don't my advice to all my buyers is don't wait for these interest rates to go down, because once they do, everyone else that's sitting on the sidelines is going to be coming into play. And, and then we're going to see, um, I, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking it's not going to be as aggressive as what it was um, during the pandemic, but we're going to see buyers come out and then homes are going to start selling for above the list price. And people are going to have to get more aggressive again on their, their offers. And, and so you're going to lose that buying power. That's great advice. And I love the comparison to the credit card interest rate. Yeah, because people, you know, don't think twice, it yeah. seems about putting things like we're very like non credit card balance people, right? <laughs> Never understood that if we use it, it's paid. It's paid it's, off. Yeah, so like a lot before, of Americans don't think that way. Yeah, And they and pay they, 20% on their credit card month after month. Right. At, but least, at least with the home you know, yes, you're going to have to pay a high, a little higher of a mortgage, but that home is growing in equity. I mean, your yeah. credit cards aren't growing in equity. You're just going to be paying a lot more. No. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, that's a very good mindset shift, you yeah. know, value this five to 6% interest rate because it's an investment right. versus that 20% that you're paying on that silly credit card. Yeah. That, I've never thought about it that way. That's very valuable. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because before the pandemic, gosh, I mean, people just were not talking about interest rates like they do now. And yes, because it's all in the media, right? That's all we're reading. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, nothing against the media, but, you know, they're selling for the clicks is the doom and the gloom. Like the more clicks, oh, they yeah. get, the better they get. So it's got to be, you know headlines that sell. And so, you know, pre-pandemic interest rates were around, you know, four and a half, five and a half, but people weren't talking about them like they are now um, and were, you know, six and a half, seven and a half. So um, it's just an, it's just interesting what's going on. And so, um, yeah, I think we're in, we're in a tough time um, with just changing the mindset 
of of people and and that it's a it's a bad time to be buying and selling because it really isn't. No. Yeah, I think that yeah, that's a very valid point. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, <laughs> tell us one more thing that you really want our listeners to know about either your service or the you know, economy, et cetera. What's one more message for everybody? Um, gosh, that's a really, that's a really good question. Um, you know, just if you have questions, you know, if you, if you don't have a preferred realtor, I would be more than happy to sit down, buy you a cup of coffee, just chat, just, you know, get to know each other. Let me answer any questions you might have. If you're, you know, questioning what you're reading in the news. Let's chat about it. Um, but if you do have a realtor that you trust, like, don't always um, go off of what you're reading in the media. Like, go go to the the local source because all these a lot of this media is is national, right? So it might not be specific to Denver or Lakewood or Parker, right? So like, like. Talk to your local expert. If you don't have one, um, I would be honored to sit and chat with you, and um, and just get the real get the real um, uh, deal of what's going on. Good, good. And how best should folks reach out to you? What's the best channels to connect with you? Um, you can, I mean, I'm, I'm all over social media. You can look me up on Instagram. I'm at live.luxury.homes or, um, you can look me up on Facebook, uh, Amy Newman, uh, gosh, Amy Newman, live, laugh, Denver, real estate groups, or you can just, um, look me up on, uh, online and get my cell phone and email address. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I think you provided a lot of education that is well needed right now for those folks who are sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, thank you very much. This has been an honor. I am happy that we were able to connect. And yeah, I would love to hear for any of you guys out there listening. I appreciate the time. Excellent. All right. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gmpwestdenver.com. That's gmpwestdenver.com.